you. I'd never let a beer go to waste. Oh. Uh, you better not, goddammit. All right. Three. Work today. <laughs> Work today. <laughs> Three, two, one, action. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Two Beers Deep with Deke and Greg. Greg, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. It's going pretty well. Uh, better than that arm of yours. What the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, so I've been so concerned about getting the Twitch up and getting the uh, the podcast recording and all the stuff I normally do in between. And uh, you know what? Now, just uh, screw it. Dude, all, all that is just starting to weigh on you, man. You're letting your priorities <laughs> get ahead of you. This is not good. I mean, whew. That's not- very true, actually. I am letting everything get out of me. But uh, <laughs> no, so guys, what we're doing now, obviously, if you're watching live on Twitch, um, thank you so much first and foremost. Uh, but if you're just listening to the podcast, which does get dropped Friday mornings, um, we're trying to stream now. So we're going to stream it on the talk show portion of Twitch. Um, That's scary that we have a talk show now. Yeah, kinda, well, I mean, that was crazy. the goal. That was kind of the goal, the envision of the entire thing from the beginning. The biggest thing, though, is that what this is allowing us to do is interact with you guys way more. Um, obviously, before we'd get people that would question and and we'd get people talking to us, but the biggest thing was we can never answer your questions live. Um, what we're able to do now is obviously answer the questions live. Yay! Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, Add some variety to the spice of life. Now, what I'll say right now also is we're going to save these videos, record them, things like that. Um, and, and so I'm not too, too worried about it at the moment. Like, I have people that will be tuning in, giving us questions, things like that. Mm. Um, it is on my phone, so texting will be a minimum. I'm going to try to tighten this a little bit right now while <laughs> I do it. But um, Greg and I, you know, we, we did come up with a, a few more things we normally do. We normally don't come up with the draft beforehand. We normally don't uh, talk about the topics. We, 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 actually, we actually had a production uh, meeting. This is one of we the had our weirdest things ever. Meeting ever, yeah, which is good, <laughs> which is what we need to do. I know we're being a little more professional today, just because we're trying to make a good impression. But eh, you never know. Keyword trying. We're trying. Yes, we're gonna make a valiant Give effort. Give me one more turn. <laughs> All right, I think we're good now. You, I hope um, you are. <laughs> so we are gonna be recording from six to seven. Obviously, um, we're gonna be doing this every week now, guys. So it's not. I mean, this isn't anything like we're not going to be streaming asking for donos or anything crazy like that this is literally just to interact with people who have questions with us um i, I mean i don't week. know i don't know about you but more more beer would actually be kind of nice more That's beer would be nice which is a nice, sponsorship yeah. deal yeah exactly. um, so guys if you i mean whoever's in here please say hi uh thanks for coming in share the link comment ask us questions tell us what you want us to talk about um we did do a little kind of like test run so if we're not loud enough if something's going on Please write in the comment section. Let us know um, and yell at Derek. By the way, not me. I'm just I've an never bystander. Been yelled at in my entire life, so I've really what? Oh bullshit! Not comfortable with that. I was the baby growing up. I was the baby Everyone too. I was me. still yelled at. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, screw you. Jewish, Jewish household. <laughs> hey, come on. I did some dumb shit in my days, and I was allowed to get yelled at. Oh, okay. So let's get into Greg. Pick a sport. What are we talking about first? Uh, pick a sport, any sport. Obviously, the one that's in the news most often has got to be basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, 
the real reason we started to do the Twitch streaming is because <laughs> I, I, I sent out a status about how um, with everything that's going on right now, with Boogie Cousins going to the Warriors, it, everything's getting a little crazy. It it's is. It's getting a little a little crazy, man. And it, it's crazy what happens when that first domino officially goes into effect. And first off, yeah. I, I want to like be on record and just say that I was dead wrong about the podcast last week when I said Paul George was going to go to L.A. I was dead wrong. Everyone was dead wrong. Everyone was dead wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. The fact that he decided to stay in Oklahoma City is incredible. And I also love how he even was quoted as saying that he was he wanted to get traded to L.A. He got traded to Oklahoma City instead. Yep. He stayed there for a year, and he he loved it. So essentially he just decided, okay, I'm going to stay with Oklahoma City because of how much he enjoyed it, and I love that. I love how he announced it too at a party yeah, at Russell, Russell Westbrook's party. <laughs> how, how baller is that? Um, <laughs> so obviously the rumors came in that Paul was back in Oklahoma City for something. Something. Um, and Russell Westbrook was having a party at the same night that free agency would be announced, and the big thing about it was like, no duh like why would paul george be back in oklahoma city well russell westbrook why would russell throw a big party the night before free agency you know what i mean it just added up so everyone was like all right well crap paul george is, is a thunder again which mm-hmm. honestly i think a second year in that system will be good for him Absolutely. i think it'll be good for that team i think the only problem they have leading into this season is the fact that they still have carmelo anthony for 28 million dollars 28 million dollars for a guy that is a shell of what he was at the knicks which was in my opinion Half of as good as he was at the Nuggets. Yeah, let, let's. I'm not even going to consider the it's the next run in that. But let let's also talk about this. The Thunder have the highest payroll in the league right now. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is wild. The Thunder dude. of all people have the highest payroll in the league. What is it? Three hundred million dollars in salary. Yeah, that's a mil. that's a massive tax bill they're going to be paying right there. Which I I mean, granted, like the whole idea of the the soft cap was to spread out the money from all the people that were going over the luxury tax. But Oklahoma City though. Really? Yeah, dude. That um, that that's surprising. I would have thought if like Kevin Durant and James Harden stayed there, then maybe they would have gotten into that high with the tax. But ugh, yeah, that's, it, that's crazy. Uh, man, that's rough. Mm-hmm. It, it's just one of those things where it makes you think really like. So Paul George could have gone to LA and he could have had all this turmoil. He could have tried. He could have this. He could have that. Blah blah blah. Right. Um, may I? I wrote in my article. Um, dropped an article this past week about how LA signs a, a seasoned veteran. Is how I quoted it. In LeBron, obviously, it's a play. He's the best player in the game. Like it's a joke, but I did write in that article that I think it's interesting to consider the fact that not many superstars want to play with LeBron. Um, you have Kyrie Irving, who is arguably number one or two or three best point guard in the league, leaving to play it like away. I just don't think that all that in LeBron, in LeBron entails, um, especially with the Golden State Warriors in the West as well, mm-hmm. is worth everything you know what i mean like paul george is like i'll play with russell who's like the same kind of give me the ball player but russell wants him there you know what i mean it, it's an interesting concept to think about the fact that superstars might not actually want to play with lebron james i think it's kind of like the reverse of what we saw originally when he left from cleveland the first time it's the idea that i think guys who are considered superstars nowadays actually yeah. are enjoying the idea of having an expanded role or at least kind of being the one that takes the team to the next level yeah. instead yeah. of, you know, you know, yes, LeBron is going to L.A., but at the same time, though, I mean, these guys, especially if you look at Kawhi Leonard or you look at Paul George, they're going to have a bigger role on their teams than they are right now. I mean, we still don't know where Kawhi's going to end up, but yeah, let's, that's, we're, la- that's, another, that's another conversation right there. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, crap, like, 
I mean, I hope the Oklahoma City Thunder click, and I hope they're a good team, but mm-hmm. they're, they're nothing right. Like, they're, they're not a, a, a serious contender to do anything in the West, correct? Yes, but and by I, anything, I mean run for a chip. Not yet, no. Um, well, you, I would yeah. s- I'd say they're top pool right now with uh, Westbrook and Paul George. I think they got to, what, the first round? They got knocked out after. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Trail, no, it was, was it, who'd they get knocked out? No, no, Trailblazers beat them in the, no, no, Trailblazers lost in the first round, so definitely. Yeah, well, that, I'm thinking of, of. Was it Houston? Um, let's look it up. We have the Google Net. Thank which God. Which is another new thing, because normally we would pause the podcast and look that is, up, that is true. Live. <laughs> which also brings me up to bring guys, if one of us leaves to get beer, to pee, to throw up, to do anything, sorry, you're stuck with the other one of us. You'll be okay somehow. Uh, it was the Utah Jazz that knocked out the Thunder. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's debatable. I could I could argue that they could get in the top four in the West. It's it's possible. I mean, yeah. it's. I think if they had a couple like can little like extra bargains right there in free agency, there there might get there. But I think right now it's it's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. So talking about bargains in free agency. Um, the Golden State Warriors signed Boogie Cousins for less money than they got Nick Young. That's incredible. It's stupid. It is stupid. It's stupid. I, I don't even know where to begin it's, with it's this. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. There's no other word for it. It's stupid. He now, literally is, he... is there for a ring, and then he's leaving. And I think for for a player of that caliber to say that now, the Lakers had a very similar deal and offer, and they weren't willing to wait for Boogie to rehabilitate, whereas Golden State doesn't care if he rehabilitates or not. So Boogie now can take more time off playing for Golden State than he would at the Warriors, or at the Lakers, excuse me. The Lakers wouldn't want him to play sooner rather than later, so that's one of the reasons that he picked Golden State. But get out of here. But does it say, what does it say about him, though, that he was willing to turn down max money in order to, for one Honestly, year? for me right now, the Lakers would have paid him max off an Achilles injury, I believe. This is, in my mind, maybe not worse than Kevin Durant, but this is this in my mind is more pathetic than Kevin Durant's move by a long, long stretch. I think it's because of the reputation with Boogie. Well, no, I, look at it this way: so Boogie Cousins is one of the best big men in basketball. He's flat out one of the best. He shoots threes. He rebounds very well. Um, obviously, Kevin Durant is the number two basketball player in the league, so him going over there is different. But at, at the same time, though, you're looking at a guy when Kevin Durant went there. The Golden State was great. I mean, they were one of the best teams we've ever seen. Everything like that, they had the, the best single-season record. Right. But we all were kind of like, ooh, go Kevin Durant there. Like, we'll see what happens. Like, we all knew they were going to be great. We all knew they were going to win championships. Right. But we were a little worried about how it's going to work out. This team now is just adding guys. And for Boogie to say, oh, literally, I just want to rank. I think it's worse than Kevin Durant's move. I, and And, and – not in the sense of what he did to Oklahoma City, because Boogie was only at NOLA for a little bit, and he said he wants to be there forever, and it's fine. And I, I don't like, though, how Anthony Davis wore his jersey in the New Orleans All-Star game mm-hmm. because Boogie tore his Achilles, I think it was, and then Boogie leaves. Like, screw that. Right. Um, But no, I, I think it's terrible. I think it's horrible. I, I got in an argument with someone else, too, though, how um, they, basically someone on Facebook said that, and, and Greg and I have said this many a times that we agree with the statement, Golden State Warriors are not a super team. No. Because they drafted well, they created a culture. Yes, they are adding big names in free agency and they're getting there, but the definition of a super team is players joining in a city to win a championship. Now, they're getting dangerously close with this Boogie Cousins thing, but their core and the reason free agents want to go there is fine, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The problem with me when you look at this Golden State team is that it's allowing other people to say, I want to have fun. Five million dollars is enough to live, 
and I want a championship. But like I think Boogie's championship has a bigger asterisk than Kevin Durant's does, which still has a huge asterisk if you consider everything. I think it's also because when you look at Boogie Cousins, you look at a guy that you can essentially build a franchise around. I I mean, he's one you of the really best. Big, he is he is a, a twenty eighteen big man who can shoot threes, who can rebound, who is gritty, who wants the ball underneath the rim. It blows my mind, and I'm interested to see how he fits in with Golden State because mm-hmm. I feel like he is Draymond, but Draymond's better at being Draymond. It's weird with Golden State too because the longest time we've always kind of looked at Golden State and we thought the re- the way that they're going to continue to contend is they have to get guys on lower contracts. Yeah, that's why like when they draft so well, it's literally because they're drafting guys who are going to play complementary roles for them. Yeah. That's what Jordan Bell was, and essentially, yeah, yeah. and um, and McCaw. Mm-hmm. Um, they draft like the role player guys, but their role player guys turn out to be better than but other the, teams' role players. But guys. they are also smart though, because when the role player guys essentially hit the free agency mark, they realize, oh, okay, we're not gonna like overpay these guys yeah, because Barnes got overpaid, in my right? Opinion. Because yeah. they have. Cor- yeah. Oh, right. you're saying Golden State's not overpaying? Them. No, no, no. Go- Golden you. State's not overpaying them yeah, because they're you. realizing, okay, we have these role player guys. Yeah. We can let's keep our core intact, but let's rely on the guys that we draft and develop to essentially keep us continuing to go. That's why they didn't rely on keeping Harrison Barnes because Harrison Barnes was expendable. Which Harrison Barnes. Barnes cost them a championship because he missed nine threes in that final. Which is scary Which to is think about. pathetic. But it's scary to think about that we could have had a four-peat on our hands if he didn't. Yeah, but Kevin Durant doesn't go there if they don't win that. If, if they win that year, Kevin Durant doesn't go there, and I'm positive of that. Okay. So let's get a little bit into LeBron going to the Lakers. Um, I know. The, the big thing that I kind of thought was... This idea that first what? off, you are you're a Laker fan. I uh, let's be real about this. You're a Laker I'm fan. I'm a diehard from eighth grade. We all pick teams. Me and Austin Lang picked the Lakers, and I've loved them. And I've I've made through Swaggy P and D'Angelo Russell. And I, now here's yes, here's right. here's the big thought about this One is that three. when. <laughs> When LeBron went to the Lakers, I feel like everyone who who was friends with you immediately thought, "Oh my God, you're flipping for joy and stuff." No, and no, you're, no, no, you're no, going crazy. no, 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 fuck. They all texted me to rub it in my face because I do not like LeBron, the basketball player. I don't like the fact that when he goes to teams, he doesn't make players. He makes everyone around him better on the court, but he doesn't grow players as a whole. And I feel like we were going to ship off all of our young, good talent for players that might have a chance at a championship when the West is as tough as it's ever been. Which is the reason I knew you were going to be indifferent on that. I don't think indifferent is the right word. Because Not, it's okay. So let's look at it this way. LeBron signed one year deals everywhere. He signed a four year deal in LA. His pitch with Magic Johnson was it's a three he, year. It's a three year with the option afterwards too. So a four year deal. You think, eh, okay. Yes, yeah, four yeah, year, four it's year, a four-year deal. Four-year, okay. Um, I think he finishes his career in L.A. So now I have people that don't know anything about basketball texting me, telling me, oh, he's the best Laker I've ever had. Right now, LeBron James is less of a Laker than Lonzo Ball. He has not played a game. That, that's just how it is. That's just facts. I'm not, I'm not hating on him at the moment. LeBron the human, LeBron the human is amazing. LeBron the genuine person on this planet is amazing. Right. Oh, LeBron, the basketball player, gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> and the fact that I – it's not that I it, – it's, it's look at it this way. Okay, First and foremost, in my opinion, the NBA needs to cut divisions, conferences, everything. It needs to just be 1 through 16, seeded. Mm-hmm. Boom. Done. That solves every issue they've ever had. Because I always used to say LeBron's not going to the e or not going to the West when he wants a championship, right? Which I think is fair. If, if LeBron's once, I mean, he was there for what 10, 12, 9 years. Like he was, it was in the East for Cleveland for 
from I think it was like 2000 11. yeah from 2003 until now so jeez like 15 freaking years yeah my whole point on that was though like I don't blame him for that situation but I'm staying in the east cuz it's easier route no absolutely for him to come to the lakers right now doesn't tell me that we have a championship coming but at the same time we we didn't have a championship coming before him he obviously gives the lakers a better chance at a championship but i don't think another team in the west has a shot i don't think another team in the nba has a shot outside of houston and golden state i think boston's close i think the raptors are always going to choke i don't think 76ers are as close as everyone gives them credit for and and that's just strictly i think their role players were lights out last year Mm -hmm. i think that ben simmons had a good year and they could Easily get back to that same level. I do like Wilson Chandler with them, though. No, uh, agreed, agreed. Yeah. And that was a great signing. That was yeah. a great signing. Um, they signed Riddick back. They kept Fultz. Um, Amir Johnson they kept, too. Amir I like Johnson. That. They got Sarich. So I like Philadelphia. I'm just saying I think they're a little farther from a championship than everyone gives them credit for. That's fair. I still um, think they have some growing to do and some growing yes, things to get through yes. for that. I guess my big thing with LeBron is that Magic Johnson basically told him, like, all right, you are getting um, spoken to about every – Thing that every player we add, which is fine because LeBron's a very smart basketball player, but I look okay. So he left Cleveland, went to Miami. Miami had Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, and him, which were great. He yeah. also had Mario Chalmers, um, Cole, um, the, the Mike Miller, James Jones, like players that were just ugly. And then when he came back to Cleveland, he didn't bring anything with him that time, but he signed JR and Amon Shumper and these guys that are like literally. LeBron needs to do everything LeBron does, and then we'll throw it to the left, throw it to the right. Hi, Nico. Thank you for joining the stream. Hmm. Uh, have good fun at work. He's at work. He said he can't listen, oh. but um, that's perfectly fine. Oh, and Cody Baker joined. Cody, shouldn't you not be being fucking terrible at Fortnite <laughs> somewhere else? Oh, my God. Um, no, but the whole point about the L.A. thing for me is that I'm not mad LeBron's a Laker. I'm more mad at the people texting me, like, trying to rub it in my face face i guess when it's like what I do you mean rub it in your face people are like oh man like not rub it in my face but people are like man can you believe that lebron's already the best like can you believe that Le- this 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 i'm like you don't understand like i i despise and i used to not do i despise the rogue basketball fan the fan that says i don't have a team i like this player and this player and this player and this player that's perfectly fine to do that mm-hmm. but if i like a team and my team's doing bad Shut up. Shut up. Because if you like, you're not going to like bad people. No, absolutely not. not. Your favorite basketball player is not going to be a bad basketball player. It's going to be Steph. It's going to be Harden. It's going to be LeBron. It's going to be Giannis. Oh, your dark horse for MVP next year is the Greek freak. Get the freaking crap out of here, dude. Cover boy for 2K19, by the way. Oh, just saying. Gosh. All right, let's get off that. Let's go World Cup, Greg. Let's go World Cup. Oh, God, do we have to? I'm so mad about that. So, so um, salty. I'm not. Well, I know you're not. <laughs> I know you're right not. Right now, guys, in the Thoughts on the Bench draft, Josh Elzass has um, – how many teams did Josh have left? Ah, big fat zero. Zero. Three points, zero. Zero. Greg has one team left, which which are arguably the favorites. Um, I don't know. They, I think they have the worst matchup out of everyone. No, no they definitely do. They definitely do. Yeah. But then so does my first draft team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have Brazil, England, Uruguay, Croatia, Sweden. Oh, it's so pretty. And France. France. Yeah, mm-hmm. so every um, every team except for Russia. Russia is the only team someone didn't draft, which, it honestly, Josh, you screwed up. Because Josh took uh, – I took Egypt. You did. I took – no, took, no, no, no. I took I Uruguay. Took, you took Egypt. He took Saudi Josh Arabia. Josh took Saudi Arabia over Russia. Mm. 
Russia is is I mean they're in the final eight. Like that's insane. To be in hind in hindsight though, I mean it was kind of a toss up between the two of them when you think about no, it. No, agreed, agreed. But like if I'm looking at it, I'm saying, all right. I know a few guys on Saudi Arabia or on, on Russia. Mm-hmm. I know Akinfeev, um Igoslav, I think they're left back or whatever, played pro I don't know. My whole point is though, if I'm picking between those two, yeah. I can say hindsight twenty, obviously. I am always taking Russia there. I don't I don't trust countries that don't have players playing big leagues and at least the russian league is isn't bad like mm-hmm. the russian the russian soccer league is not terrible csk csk whatever C- csk moscow yeah they're all they're always in champions league yep, they're always so. very good mm-hmm. there's another team that has some gold eagles their mascot they're pretty good you know what i mean like it, it's yeah. the base of that and the reason i drafted all the teams that i did and i was explaining this to people uh, at work is that i picked teams that I knew were getting out of their bracket. So I didn't get Portugal. I didn't get Argentina. I didn't get Germany, obviously. Um, right. I didn't get Spain. But the point was, I was like, who can get out of their bracket? I knew Croatia. I knew France. I knew Uruguay. England, I knew was going to get up there. Sweden, I took because I love Swede. Um, it will be doing, hopefully, an Instagram takeover for us tomorrow. You got lucky on that one, by the way. I don't think so. That that group was just wolf. For, that group was a toss-up, but I mean, South South. Who would have thought South Korea was gonna put was gonna win two nothing over Germany though? Me. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, but I honestly, they, they they were both getting through either way. Germany played like crap that game. Oh God, um, Germany played like crap the entire tournament. It's so amazing. Greg, outside of our draft, who is your team to win it all? Like obviously, I think we like Belgium, but well, um, Belgium's my last team remaining, so I yeah, got so, for them. Yeah. So outside of the draft, but when you look at the teams, you look at everybody playing. Who's your, who's your guys? Who's your team that you're like, no matter what, I think they're going to win it all, despite if you drafted them or not? Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at two that I wouldn't be too mad about, and it's kind of a toss-up between me. I love the way France plays. M- Mbappe has been been killing it during this tournament. I'm sorry. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Nico asked if we had a sub button because he, he has a prime ready to – Sub on Twitch means that uh, they would sub to our channel and he'd pay – they would give me money then. Aw, that was no, nice. No, we don't need that. No, not yet. Uh, <laughs> France has been. France has definitely had a hell of a run. I was expecting him to be all flair and just kind of like flame out and eventually. Mbappe's the real deal, man. Mbappe's nineteen-year-olds, the real deal. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is uh, you've actually made me a fan of these guys, Croatia. I have told everybody that would listen. He he that. really has. Croatia has been his team throughout ah! the entire thing. Sorry, guys, that are listening on the podcast. My arm. This is what he. This, this is what happens a lot during our Boom. podcast when he like tries to like manage. Dude, the I'm thing. not even. I'm managing. I'm just. All right, screw <laughs> it. I'm. I'm done with these. All right. I um, gotta say though, the way Croatia plays, it. That's the type of way that I like watching soccer play. So they have for anyone that that doesn't actually know much about Croatia, they have um, my favorite midfielder right now, Luka Modric. Mm-hmm. They have Ivan Rakitic who mm-hmm. plays for Barcelona. And they have Kovacic, who plays for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. They also have Mario Mandzukic, who plays for, I think, still Juventus. Love they have Ivan Pirisic, who plays for Inter Milan. Um, they have a couple of them. They just have big names, dude. They always do. They're and underrated, awesome. but yet they're, they're so underrated. So, yeah. I think it's just because like, when you look at the guys that are on this team, they're not like well-known guys. Like Mandzukic is well-known for a good amount because of his time at Atletico. When you think about it, yeah, but yeah, very other, true. Actually, but yeah. other than that, I mean, like, there's not really guys that you could look at and pick out and be like, these guys are superstars. Like most of the guys on different players, like you got Uruguay with Messi. I mean, sorry, with Suarez. You yeah. got um, Brazil with Neymar. You got Mbappe and Pogba with France. But Croatia is just one of those teams that, like, they have. 
it, it's such a balanced, you know, top 11 right there that yeah, essentially yeah. they know how to play well. And so I, I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. So um, obviously the team that I picked in a couple of pools and things like that, I, I really thought Brazil was going to do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they cemented themselves right now, in my opinion, as the best team. Mm-hmm. I liked their win over Mexico. You can say what you can about Mexico. Mexico is a good, solid team. Oh, absolutely. Um, I also, part of me actually would not be upset in the slightest if England makes a run. They were, no, I, no, no, no. I, I think really, England's going to go far. I, mean, I really Especially wouldn't. so you consider England plays Sweden, who, no offense to Sweden, I Sweden, love Sweden. Sweden. Sweden won the Battle of the Swa. But, yeah, the Swiss Swa. The um, Swa. Sweden, for me right now, though, is in, I think they are the, they're, they're probably the weakest team based on name recognition. As a team, they're wait, wait, very solid. Compared to Russia? Nope, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep, Russia's the weakest team. If you yeah. Okay, let's do power rankings then. Um, so I'm looking at the, I don't know if you wrote them down. I'm looking at the list. Power rankings for me go Brazil, okay. France, Belgium, England, Croatia, Uruguay, Sweden, Russia. And I put Croatia that low just because it's hard to – I mean, Belgium, France, England, Brazil, I love this English team. I love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, we've talked. Like, we have friends from, uh, shout out to Paul and Josh. Josh did the Instagram takeover for Thoughts on the Bench, so thank you, Josh. Um, their friend growing up, Harry Maguire, right. was, is the center back for the English national team. Lights out. The dude is an offensive threat. When you look at, like, what actually he can do on corner kicks and everything, because John Stones is a good center back. Right. He's not an offensive threat. John Stones Maguire's taking that next step. John Stones, I feel like, kind of got overhyped during that big, like, you know, transfer. Transfer was massive. Oh, and it he was. did not play up to that yet. But no. he's so young, man. He is. I feel like I feel like Man City paid more for potential with that. But yes, I will say their defense has kind of done really well from this. Harry is still with uh, Hull City, or did he get transferred? No, no, no. He's at uh, he's at Leicester. Now. Oh, he's at Leicester right now. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's at Leicester City. Um, the nice thing about that is that Leicester. Obviously, aren't going for a championship anytime soon. No, like if but they're a solid squad. Oh yeah, if you remember Leicester, the reason that they won that championship a couple years back was because they they played great defense, but then they kind of like pushed it out, and basically Jamie Vardy became a household name just because of all the counterattacks they did. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about one more thing in the World Cup before we move on to the next bit of news. Which the the other thing I like to talk about in this World Cup is how the VAR is doing. Um, which if anyone at home's not obviously up to down the World Cup. This is the first big tournament where you can do you'll see this every once in a while. You the the, the main referee can go out and watch on a video screen uh, the game, what happened, fouls, if it's a PK, things like that. What have you thought about it so far? Uh the only reference that I remember seeing of it was during the South Korea Germany game. Yeah. Uh, uh, ooh, there, no, there's been a ton of references, man. No, no, but that, that was the main one that I knew of be just because from what I remember. Um, other instances than that, I kind of need a refresher on just because, like I said, like I haven't been able to watch as much as I'd like to. We were getting interesting comments. Babe, baby Thea would like to know if we have toys. Baby Thea also says, I have Batman toy ooh. with the Batmobile. Ooh. That's like hitting me in the spot right there. I love me some Batman toys. Why not? That could have gone. That could have gone a bunch of ways. That that could have. Uh, that, that, yeah. I have an Xbox. Um, no, but with the VAR, the thing I like the most about it, when you look at soccer as a whole, is that it is not taking up much time from the actual game. Um, okay. and, and I think that's a big component because everyone's like, oh no, it's gonna soccer's already long enough. This and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, realistically, though, when you look at soccer as a whole, this is not taking up parts of the game, and they're reviewing the most crucial things like penalties. Uh, late game free kicks. Yeah, yellow and red cards 
after the foul. I feel um, like so- first off, soccer is not really that long compared to like other the American sports no, that we dude, watch. Baseball's like, so shit, and football. There are literally nine minutes of action in a, in fo- a pro football game. Oh, absolutely wild, dude. Yeah, wild. No, I, I completely like people who find soccer boring and stuff. Like, I challenge you to look at it compared to American football. American football might be more hard hitting, but compared to the action, though, it's completely no. And different. if you look at a highlight film, that's the biggest thing. Everyone's like, it takes forever. Look at a highlight reel of soccer versus football. And I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm not saying one's more entertaining. What I'm saying is, though, the highlight reel of soccer, you can do moves, you can score, you can do saves. There's so many realms of it. And, I think, and, But I, I like. think a highlight reel for football, though, American football, you're looking at more of an impact, though. And it's, it's kind of like hits, it's flashier. It's big bombs down the field. It's great runs. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. So the other news that we wanted to get on um, to talk about was the Cristiano Ronaldo. He is leaving Real Madrid. As of right now, per a couple different sources, actually, he will join Juventus in the Italian League. Now, Juventus, um, they, Higuain just signed with Chelsea. Really? I didn't yeah, know, I don't know, know that. You saw that. Yeah, he just signed with Chelsea. So Higuain's on Chelsea. They have Dybala still, who Josh reached out and said, you know, um, I was going to say, how, how much was the transfer fee for Iguain? I don't know off the top. I can, I can look it up. I, I retweeted something that came up on it. Okay. The big aspect of it, though, thank is... Thank you, Google. Yeah, well, thank you, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of wild to consider the fact that Ronaldo wanted to leave Real Madrid. Like Playing for Los Blancos is supposed to be like the most prestigious thing of all time. For him to leave is, is a bit interesting, is all I'm saying. Like I'm not I'm not calling it either way. I'm just saying it's a bit interesting. Um, Do you think 53 pos- million euros... Iguain signed for. I was going to say, do you think it might possibly have something to do with Zidane potentially no. leaving, or no? So I yes, and I think it has a lot to do with the tax fraud issue in Spain with Spanish clubs. Same reason Bar or Neymar left. Same reason a lot of players left is because they Fuck. get there and they put over sh- like offshore accounts and blah 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 blah. There's always fucking problems with people in the Spanish leagues when it comes to that shit. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. Yep, but you know what? Meh. Mm. We'll figure it out. Exactly. Um, but Renata to, to the Juventus, I think it opens up a lot of Lego Batman. Shout out to Nico. Love that movie. <laughs> Fantastic um, movie, by the way. So it, it's interesting to think about Ronaldo to Juventus because Juventus is a storied club that are always in the Champions League. And I think they have a they they have more free transfers, which I'm looking this up as well. More free transfer signings than any other club. And it's insane. That is really weird to think about, too, because most of the time when you think of free transfers, they're almost kind of afterthoughts. And they're not players that you would really want. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're guys like, man, mm, like, they didn't really get signed anywhere else, so they're there. Right. But they get so many free transfers. And it's players that would get, you know, big signings. Like, one of the biggest ones they've ever had was Andre Pirlo. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he came over, he was a completely free transfer. He just wanted to play for them. Uh, Sammy Kadira was another one. Paul Pogba was a free transfer for them. Um, was he really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, I think Danny, Al- Danny Alves joined them on a free transfer. Hmm. Emery Khan from Liverpool joined them on a free transfer. So would you say Juventus is kind of like the teams that essentially are going to pick up the free transfers and then kind of say, hey, these are broken pieces that have certain aspects that we like to our game? I mean, that if we you're can- calling Cristiano Ronaldo a broken piece, yes. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. But like Sammy could. Be, I mean, like, his they, bus looks broken. To be fair, from but they fixed it. They, have they did fix it. Yeah, they have true. another one now. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> that's funny though. No, but like it's so <laughs> and it's it's so funny to consider the fact that people will go there for free. I mean, realistically, I guess I can't say it that way. I was gonna say it's kind of like taking a cut to play for Golden State. But, uh, you, know the, but you know the difference. But you know the difference. But you know the difference. Go ahead. There are other leagues 
you can earn just as much money in that are just as popular that will play in the champion. There are no other leagues like the NBA. That's the weird thing about every sport other than soccer. Like cricket, still. Um, Formula One racing. All these things. Like soccer is the only sport that really, in my opinion, is universal. There's no other football league, so every American thinks that football is the, you know, the biggest sport ever, which is fine. I mean, that's what it is. And in, in India, I was talking to a guy working in India, cricket's the biggest one. You oh, know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It just is what it is. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting to me to consider the fact you can play in any country um, at any time and still kind of think you're the biggest one. You know what I mean? Still think you're the big bad guy. I mean, we already kind of had that conversation when I talked about basketball getting bigger. I mean, and I'm not going to revisit that because that was a very – harsh reality and a smack in the yeah. face to me when it came to like I was thinking of China and I was kind of over exaggerating it but yes yeah. I, I agree with you soccer is probably the biggest sport when it comes to that yeah. so I'm not even going to argue anymore yeah I, why would you um oh, fuck there's you. been a couple other rumors but in man, man United bleh, words are hard Manchester United's realm that actually uh a buddy of mine is supposed to get on in a little bit and talk he'll give us some questions to go over oh, but <laughs> uh they're looking at shakiri they're looking at um i Alex saw that Sandro. earlier yeah i was curious about this because for the longest time first off i, I definitely agree shakiri is definitely getting moved because he now, was with, he was with I, stoke he's not dude, gonna stay in the championship league There's i was no obsessed way. with shakiri a long time ago due to ultimate team on fifa he's so fast so talented so good at free kicks so strong and I, it's weird to me that no one's picked him up you know what I mean? Like it's it's very weird to me that no one has gone crazy for him yet. I mean, is it the idea that Stoke might be in a bidding war to kind of drive up the price? Well, possibly? Not, even before Stoke, even before Stoke. I man. was gonna say, who is he with before Stoke? Um, I'm gonna smack myself. I don't know because it was I th- he was in, I think he was in an Italian league for a little while. Uh-huh. Um, let's look it up because it's it's somebody that when he no he was was it Bayern. It might have been. Hold on, it's loading. Yeah. My whole thing was when he signed with Stoke, I was yeah. So he played for FC Basel, then Bayern, then Inter Milan, then Stoke. Oh, okay. okay. So I, I I knew about him. I learned about him at, at Bayern. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Inter, and then he went to Stoke. And right. It's just weird because he's. I mean, he's only twenty. What is it? Twenty. He's young. Twenty six. Yeah. He's, like, he's twenty six years old. He's a beast. He's a freak. He's the best player in his country. I actually remember when uh, when Mark Hughes signed his contract with Southampton, like we were looking at him to be the lead striker for us. But then I kind of looked at it, and after I saw that Man United, I was like, oh, nope, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we ain't yeah, signing really. him. Hell um, no. No. So, all right. So let's 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 move on. Let's move sports. Um, this is something I know nothing about, Greg. What's happening in baseball? Like, what's what? Give me give me give me something that I might be able to talk about. Okay. Um. So first off, the big news that I think the biggest story in in uh, baseball right now is the Washington Nationals, who a lot of people predicted to be the leaders in the East right now, are struggling. I believe they went five. Who's their, uh, they have so they obviously have um, Bryce. Bryce. Har- they have Bryce Harper, Max Scherzer. They still got Scherzer. They still have Scherzer, who? Steven Strasburg, and all that. Strasburg is still playing. Strasburg is like t- tear his elbow twice. This is what it's like doing a podcast with Derek. Just letting you know. So baseball, baseball. So uh, the Nationals have been struggling this past month. I think they were five and nineteen, or five and eighteen, or something like this month. It was a really bad month for them. They're actually back now, down to five hundred, which okay. is 
2,500. Um, they had a players only. So meeting. they scored 500 runs. Yes, 500 runs. Okay. Uh, so they had a no players team. players only meeting. Which, by the way, I hate. I, I hate that stuff. That douchebag. that that players only meeting. Basketball bullshit. does it all the time. Basketball so, does it. I think football. Wrong. You'll you'll occasionally hear from football and stuff, but that players only meeting stuff it's is such bullshit. We need to be better as a team. Right. And I, and like the big story was that unless one guy unless one guy is being the root of all evil. And the team gangs up on him. Kind of like an intervention. But it's baseball, though. Baseball is like one of those things that it, you can't really name one guy as the guy to essentially kind of blame everything on. Because baseball is like you have a pitcher who... Yasiel Puig. Uh, that, that's, that's tricky. Cause I'm, okay, he can be a distraction, but he can't be like the reason for an entire team essentially collapsing. But, no, looking at the Nationals, they held a players-only meeting, which I still find ridiculous. But um, I think it was 5-19. and 19. Um, okay. Max Scherzer actually got up and essentially, like, screamed at his teammates to get their shit together. Because, really, the Nationals are better than they are right now. And they got some – they got the Braves and the Phillies that are essentially passing them right now in the division. Give me, give me a top five power ranking right now. Right now of um, – Baseball. In all of baseball. Baseball. Is it – Again, Red Sox, Yankees, one, two. Again, this is what it's like doing a podcast with Derek. Baseball! Uh, Yankees, I will go one just because I think they have somewhat of a better lineup. And then Red Sox at two. This is a very, very good year for the Red Sox and Yankee rivalry. Which, yes, I, as much as they are overplayed and overhyped in... Are they, though? Are they? Though? In the last couple years, yes. Are they? In the last couple years, yes. What? In the last couple of years, yes. Greg, they're still the Yankees and the Red Sox. In terms of popularity, yes, but in terms of quality and in terms of play, yes. Yes. All right, hurry up with your baseball. Okay. Uh, number three, I would go Houston Astros. Their lineup is good. And are they still good? Yeah, the Houston okay. Astros I feel are like very, teams, very good. When teams win that aren't historically good, they like drop off next year. So I'm I'm glad I'm happy they're they're good. You know, uh, what I mean? like I guess not not a start, but the Cubs are just going to be good and and things like that. But you get those like runs where I guess the Tigers and who they they were good for like three years, but then they right because they had, off. right because they had Verlander, they had Miggy, they had Prince Fielder and stuff. Even the, all right, the Indians like Indians are they still I'm good? Indians I'm not putting in my top five. I think it's because they're playing in a very very bad division this year, so I'm not going to include Indians. They're oh, still, you're saying they're good because they're playing bad people. The Indians are in a really bad division, so I'm not going to include them. Um, but yeah, I we're go. not in their division. For anyone curious, I know that. I know Pre- that. Look up the archives on the Thoughts from the Bench thoughts and the bench. Uh, Two I, Beers Deep right there. It, so I was supposed to name teams in the same conference. It literally division. just turned into can Derek name baseball teams, and I, I did great uh, considering my knowledge of the sport. That's debatable. It's not. <laughs> All right, so uh, my first three. It's not. Yankees, Red Sox, Astros. Uh, number four, I'm going to say probably the Brewers, actually. Brewers have had a really? very— Yes, Brewers— They still got Corey Hart. No, they do not have okay. Corey Hart. <laughs> that's all. That's That might be the only Brewer beside from the guy that did steroids and peed, and they got messed up. Braun. Ryan Braun, yes. Those might be the only two Brewers I've ever known. Name, who are some other Brewers that I should know? Uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, like I can at least name a guy or two with each franchise. I can't. Those are the only two Brewers I think I know. And I'll uh, be flat out honest. If you give me names, I'll tell you if I know them or not. From the Brewers? Okay. Uh, Christian Yelich? No. No? Should I? Yes. Why? Uh, he was the best player on the Miami Marlins who they traded essentially to the Ooh, Brewers. Okay. I remember his name. Yeah, Christian like, Yelich. Like, I remember reading it. Okay. Uh, give me another guy. Lorenzo Cain? 
I thought he played hockey. <laughs> Close enough. Okay. Next I, I would have thought of all people, Lorenzo Kane would not be a hockey player. Who's the, who's the hockey guy with Kane? Patty. Patty Kane. Nailing it. <laughs> shout another out, one. Shout out to Vo on that one. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo Kane was the starting center fielder for the Royals when they were really good. Oh, they were they were a team that was good for like a year. Royals won a World Series with him as their starting yeah, center fielder. Yeah, they were poop. All right, next. Uh, next, uh, number four. Oh, no, wait, sorry, number four was the Brewers. Uh, number five? No, 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 I meant, ne- like, give me another Brewer that I should know. One more. Uh, Jonathan VR. I definitely never heard of that one. No? Okay. Uh, okay, so number four, I have the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, number five? This one's tricky for me, but I gotta say the Atlanta Braves. Is it tricky because there's a lot of good teams? Or tricky because... Yeah. Okay, good. It's, it's tricky because the NL is very mishmash right now, but the way that Atlanta's playing, it's they're very good. They, they have a very young team, and they're exciting to watch. <sighs> one hand. Their rotation's very young. Mike Fultonikwich, uh, it what? looks like a... Uh, Is that a word? Yes. Uh, Fultonikwich looks like a uh, Cy Young candidate this year, and they have a young roster that looks like they will be there for a long time. So I could see some good things with the Braves, and they Is might... Is Clayton Kershaw good? Kershaw's always this good. This year? I'm, okay, this year though. Uh, he was on the DL for like a month, so he's kind of like getting back. And the Do- the Dodgers just swept the Pirates, like they smacked them. Well, so. that's obvious. Yeah, um, Dodgers. I Dodgers are kind of like in that midseason mode where they're trying to like get their bearings worth, and then they're just gonna go off on a run. So <laughs> the the scary thing about the the scary thing about the Dodgers is that the Dodgers do not have like a like a go-to guy in that lineup like uh like Matt Kemp they got on a bargain they got yeah. Yasiel Puig but they're just so freaking good um, it's scary Greg we have a comment for a request to talk about something what? um shout out to Mike Nicolazzo he promised he would ask this okay. um Lee Grant signs with Manchester United as a goalkeeper do you know the name <sighs> at all uh not so let me well just like. mike let me give greg a little bit of background before i dissect please it. like he, Derek's good with soccer i'm good with baseball so like we're kind of like so trying to work I'm trying, so they sign him from stoke on a two-year deal okay lee grant um nope that is an actress that is a female that is not his wikipedia i'll just read it right here uh english football player played blah blah he's a man you know he played for derby derby county he's 35 years old he's six four um in Mike, so, so, Mike, I mean, please continue to um, – hello, Mr. Smiley. Thank you for joining. And, yes, it is you I am looking for. Um, Mike, please continue to write in comments about players that you'd rather join, and I'll, I'll keep tossing the Greg. But, basically, so he was mad because Manchester United um, – he'll send me transfer rumors every day. Okay. And Man U needs a couple things. We need outside backs. Um, we need a little more of a – I mean, I, I think we need a little more of a structured center midfielder because Pogba's a little too fluid. Okay. And we need a little bit of outside help, even though Sanchez is good, because we're looking to get rid of Martial, and Rashford needs to be put up top. Oh. So when yeah. I'm talking about me personally, what I what I need is a Man United fan right now, left and right backs. That's it. Okay. Um, so But we signed Lee Grant, and Mike is very mad about that. Now, what I did tell Mike is that we sold Sam Johnson. Okay. Sam Johnson is gone. Every, um, he ended up leaving... Was and Mike, a, I'm sorry, we are in fact two beers deep. So. Was it uh, was it a free transfer, or did they actually sell him? Um, so they sold him because he's been in menu for like ten years, okay. man. Um, uh, they, West Bromwich uh, Albion. So okay. he's a good goalkeeper, but he's just never going to break first team at menu. Right. So what I said to Mike, I was like, hey, like, um, I'm sorry to interrupt this conversation, but what are we talking about? So I can get some context. Kind of coming in here flying blind, Mister Smiley. We are now on top of Manchester United signing uh, 
league rant because Nick Alazo wants to talk about him. Um, as of right now, it's just a little BPL talk. So when you look at Lee Grant, he's 35 years old. Why are we signing? We have Romero, Sergio Romero, who is the Argentina national goalkeeper who should have played this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Should have. Right. Um, and then you go into, um, yes, Cody, we are 21. Thank you for keeping us honest. Um, or you should probably be in bed, Cody. It's a little late for you. Yeah. Um, but we obviously have David De Gea, who's David De Saves. If right. David De Gea ever left, my number one target would be Casper Schmeichel. Okay. The thing I like about Grant, though, we lost Sam Johnson, whatever it is. We just need a guy. Okay. A third. We just need a guy. We just right. need a body. Grant's going to come in. He's 35. He's finally playing for United. It is. It's fine. It is what it is. Um. At the end of the day, though, it's not that big of a deal. They didn't sign him for big money. You know no. what I mean? Mike's just mad because he wants people. He wants he wants Alexandro. He wants Shakiri. Mike wants us to switch. Or no, we talked about this. Now, here's my question. If PSG offers up a um, transfer fee, Pogba for Verratti, straight up, mm, you take it. I, I wouldn't do it. I don't know. That's tough. Well, first off, with the goal with the goalkeeper thing, I mean, yeah. like if you look at Mourinho's track record when it comes to like when it goes for developing talent and guys, even when yeah. he was with Chelsea, like he had how many guys out on loan at a time? Like all of them, he all, had all, of, all them. of them, all of them. So the answer I, was all of them. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like looking at how Mourinho kind of structures his roster and his team, essentially, like. I feel like this is kind of more of just like a backup thing just in case De Gea gets hurt or something. Yeah. I feel like he's not going to get that much playing time. I mean, he could be like he could be no. like a, he could be like a he could be like a league cup or a, okay, or so a premier here are the names. Right. That that Mike just sent in. He sent us a list. He sent us a list of guys that he wants. All right, you you Alexandra from Juventus. Okay. Gareth Bale. <laughs> which is highly real highly realistic mm. considering the fact that Ronaldo and Zidane both left. I think Bale leaves now rather than later. Capitalizes. Shakiri's another name which we talked about. Right. Uh, center backs. These are all names tied with Manu right now. Okay. Jerome Boateng. Toby Alderweireld. Really? Okay. And Bonucci from Juventus. Okay. I don't know, Mike. If Bonucci was <laughs> was Bonucci, I I haven't seen that one yet. And I, you probably texted me it. I know for a fact you've hit me up with uh, Waterworld, and I sent him. I said Jerome Boateng has been the center back with my heart. Boateng's been a long time. Boateng's been like the the new like guy that's been very rumored in. The, Do you know why I like Boateng so much? Why? Because I loved his brother. Okay. Prince. Mm-hmm. Prince Boateng. Right. And then when Jerome came onto the scene, I was like, oh, I like him because I liked his brother with Ghana. So his bro- they were step they were brothers, but they were divided. And his one, you know, Kevin Prince Boateng played for Ghana. He played for Germany. Brothers um, divided I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but the, I mean, when you come down to the United thing, so the Pogba Verratti thing, mm-hmm. um, I said that I would not do it, but I would not be mad if they did, because you look at Pogba. Pogba's one of this top seven players in the world with the ability to do what he can do. Right. Realistically, he is one of maybe seven humans alive that can do what he can do. Is it is the problem that he's just too immature? He's too, um, he's too, too immature for Maria's liking? Maybe. He's too fluid. He's too creative in a sense that it gets negative sometimes. Mm-hmm. Instead of Verratti, get ball out. Get ball out. Right. He, Verratti and Luka Modric are very similar to me. It's get ball Ooh. out. Get ball out. Ping, 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 ping. Right. Pogba wants the ball. He'll look around. Do moves, survey. But when Pogba is on, there is not a center midfielder on the planet I'm taking over him. When Pogba is at his best, Mm -hmm. when he's at his worst... It's ugly. 
it is mind blowing yeah. to assume that guy can be what he is sometimes. Right. It's absolutely mind blowing. I mean, looking at how this season went, did Pogba really make that much of a difference for Manu? Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. I cannot define that. Yes. Pogba helped us get to where we were this year. I I will never take something away from Pogba for coming to Menu, and I think it has been great because I don't think we land Lukaku without Pogba. I will say that flat out. I will say that to the camera. We do not, as Man United fans, land Lukaku without Paul Pogba. They are very good friends. Mm-hmm. They are both very talented. I made a bet this year with Paul Carr that Lukaku would outscore uh, Harry Kane, lost, made the double bet in the World Cup, still holding on strong. <laughs> um, no, I think Pogba's done nothing but good since he's been here, but it's the question of could we do better? That's a big question. And right. I mean, if we if we got that same offer from Real Madrid, if they said, hey, we'll give you, for Pogba and $100 million, we'll do Bale and Modric, done, boom, gang, bang, done, always, every single day of the week. Yeah, every I, single day of the week. I, I would Every take, single day. I would do that too, yeah. yeah. Um, so we got 12 minutes left, Greg. There's one other thing we want to talk about, and that is Joey Chestnut. Oh, God. <laughs> 74 hot dogs on America's birthday. America. <laughs> Um, you I, brought up a good thing. You were saying there was like some scoring issue. I didn't watch yes. it. I normally do. I was with Nico. We were doing cornhole tournaments and whatnot. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. You did a cornhole tournament? How oh, did you do? Mike Nicolazzo agreed. Wow. That is a first. Thank you, sir. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. It's been how long? We've been friends. Thank you. Love you. No, we were watching Cornhole on ESPN too. Oh, that was um, after the that was after the uh, the hot dog eating contest, actually. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, Joey Chestnut had seventy four hot dogs in ten minutes. That is scary to think about. But uh, the thing that I brought up to you was actually some controversy so that there was some controversy that happened during yes, that because which was funny. So uh, for the longest time, the uh, the guys at the hot dog eating uh, contest or at any. Major League Eating event, by the way. Yes, there is a thing, Major League Eating. That, um, MLE? They were, MLE? Is it MLE? Okay. MLE, yeah. I mean, so, I, all I did was the acronym. Don't sound too surprised. No, that's true. So <laughs> so they had guys that are standing in front of the um, actual competitive eater counting wow. the number of hot dogs they eat. There was some like discrepancy going on that apparently they were 10 off what was originally reported that's wild yeah so it like, really is man. right so the for the longest time like if you saw the the girl behind joey chestnut who was counting it she was at 64 and it was like oh okay i mean like 64 still a lot like the idea was probably that you know chestnut was behind a little because of how human it was there he ended up with 74 sheesh that's scary 74 yeah, hot dogs in 10 that's minutes. A lot of do- that's a lot of dogs, a lot of calories. You know what I, I was talking to my cousin about? Hmm. I want to do a hot dog eating competition where the, the dog has to be in the bun. Because okay, that'd so be a problem. That'd be a problem, For anybody that didn't watch it, <laughs> basically Joey Chestnut will take three dogs, bite them, like put them down his gullet, and right. then take three buns, soak them in water, and eat them. So it's not about a combination. It's eat a hot dog, you have to eat one bun. I, I would like to see a competition where it is bun or dog in bun. So you essentially want a competition that's just pure. No water to help you. Yes. No, you, I, can't, I, you can't take honestly, it out. Honestly, I don't think Joey Chestnut breaks 47. That's fair. I, I really, because if you're eating them as a whole and there's no soaking it in water, 47 would be massive. Oh, yeah, that's heavy. That, that would be a lot. Dude. I mean, yeah, because the water essentially kind of like helps like. 
relieve all that excess that goes in there so it just yeah. kind of goes down easier but yeah I'm, I'm right there with you i feel like it would be a lot more impressive to see him without any of all that stuff around yeah, you 100 but what's scary 100%. is like i even told you like joey chestnut is it's crazy how athletic some of these guys are you wouldn't think of it yeah. but like but like the guys who he who were like the number two and number three eaters in the world i can't remember their name but they're like as small as me yeah and that and that's scary and like um chestnut even i think said like he runs 10 miles a day to like keep his like Oh, yeah, metabolism to up. To keep his metabolism like that, yeah. up. Yeah, like that, that's crazy. There was crazy. a guy, uh, Eater X, used to paint his face. Loved he him. He would eat like six pounds of lettuce yeah. before bed with nothing on it to expand his stomach but not gain weight. No. Like, that's pretty smart. Or it really even, is. Or even the one that I loved and the guy that we'll, we will never see again, Takiro Kobayashi, the guy who essentially hmm. started the popularity for yeah, the hot dog he was contest. the guy. He was the guy. He would eat. Um, he his, would, his highest was like 71. Uh, sixty nine actually. Was it okay? Yeah, I so knew like, he was there because Joey Joey breaks it almost every right. year, and he got so, beat the one year. So right. what he did was two days before the event, he would eat as much as possible, so that his stomach would expand. He would starve himself up until competition, so that his stomach would still be at like a maximum, maximum, opening, a maximum yeah. to be able to withhold all the food, and then that's how he would like essentially kind of get to where he would be. But Kobayashi was like the guy who started yeah, the. He trend was the there. OG goat, bud. He was the OG goat. OG goat. Mm-hmm. Um and he was ripped too. That's what's scary about that. Did we miss anything in sports, Greg? Uh I mean we could talk about hockey, but I feel like, I feel like there's not much. Yeah. I mean, okay, no, actually I do want to touch. I want to touch on Tavares. Okay. Um because this is our podcast and Twitch and we can do whatever we want to do. Yeah, Tavares ended up going uh 7 years uh 77 million. So he signed 11 million per year. Okay, here's the question. Did he not learn from what Phil Kessel went through? What or am I crazy? What do you mean? Dude, Phil Kessel was amazing for the Maple Leafs. And they treated him like shit. To be fair, though, I think the problem with Kessel was that they treated Kessel like, you know, the guy. And they didn't really build a team around him. The, the way that... the, the So you ma- think they're treating Austin Matthews as the guy and they're building around him or is Tavares now the guy and they're building you know what I mean like it's kind of both because the way that they have the the way they have it set up right now it's almost kind of like the Penguins model how the Penguins like were successful when they had the three center model with Crosby yeah. Malkin yes. and Stahl yeah. you bring Tavares in Tavares is going to center the second line yeah. Matthews is going to be the center for the first line and they have Nazim Kadri who's going to be the third line center that's a balanced roster right there so essentially with Kessel Kessel was a great player there's no doubt about that when he was in Toronto he was the guy the issue with Kessel was that Lazy. He was he was a goal scorer, but like at the same time though, like they didn't really build much around him. Yeah, so he got yeah. so much slack because people were looking at him as like, "Hey, you're the face of the franchise. You're our best player. You have to answer to this." When Kessel's not that type of guy at all. Yeah, agreed. So I think it's just kind of like a different mindset to that. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like those the fans, man. Like how you treat a guy so bad when he's doing so good, but because he's not, you're basically treating Phil Kessel that way because he is not Sydney. Or he is not Ovechkin. I think Ke- that's the problem with Kessel. Kessel plays the same. I don't plays- think he wants to be those guys. He doesn't. Kessel's yeah. almost. Kessel was almost the same position as it was, Ovechkin uh, was in. As Ovechkin was in. Ovechkin was the face of the Capitals for so long. Yeah. But trying to build that team was essentially the reason that 
Ovechkin didn't really succeed as fast as a lot of people thought he should have. Yeah. So, but what's great about the Maple Leafs is they're bringing Tavares in. He's their highest played player right now. They have so many young guys who are still on entry level contracts that haven't hit that massive prime yet yep. to the point where they're going to have to be overpaid. So, this is a great, great move for the Maple Leafs, yeah. and the fact that they got Tavares is huge. And he's going to be their second line center. Second line center is a big, is he okay big with deal. That? Oh yeah, he's getting paid seven mil a year to play for his favorite team. Yeah, I'm sorry, not his even seven, seven team. Not even seven mil per year, eleven mil per is year. My bad. Is are the Maple Leafs his favorite? There was a uh, there was a picture that um Darren Ravel tweeted that has a young John Tavares sleeping at night with Toronto Maple Leaf sheets. That's cool. He's from I'm Toronto. Okay with it. Yeah, I don't he's from Toronto. That. Yeah. All right. Yes, so um. For those of you who are new, for those of you who are old, for those of you who are live right now with us, we end each podcast with a draft. Um, basically, I came up with this idea of today's because I was just thinking about I was talking with someone at work about how like some artists surpass their genre. So we're going to do a uh, five aside, basically a draft about artists, musically, not sports. We're also going to include bands in this, by the way. We're going to have to. That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, that have... They are their own genre. Um, Greg, do you want first or do you want next two? Uh, I'll go first. All right. You are up. Uh, this one is pretty obvious to me just because he crosses that balance so often. It's got to be Drake. Ooh. Drake, Drake, has like a, Drake, Drake walks like a fine line between wow. whether or not he's a rapper, he's a singer, yeah, I don't whether hate he's the, like... I don't hate the pick at all. I'm just... Yeah. It was... I I guess I didn't think of that, but it's a, it's a correct pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I'm going to go Grateful Dead. Oh, I like that. I like that Because they, I mean, they are the Grateful Dead. Right. They just are. That's just, fair. That's you know fair. I mean? That's fair, yeah. Um, and I'm going to go Jimmy Buffett. So, wait a sec. You're saying, like, they... Jimmy y- Buffett yeah. is not a genre. He is Jimmy Buffett. He is, like, Hawaiian shirt pirate Jimmy Buffett. So wait a sec, wait a sec. You're saying that you're going for more from like a brand perspective than the actual I'm genre. I'm going for the fact that what what genre is Jimmy Buffett? Ugh. You know what I mean? Like yeah, what, that's what fair, you know that's what I mean? Fair. What what genre is Jimmy? He's Jimmy Buffett. You're up for your next pick. Mm, this one's a little weird for me, uh, just because you kind of went that logic and yeah. also a nice fart, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna say uh, I'm gonna go Rolling Stones. Okay, I'm not yeah, because uh, yes, they're rock, but at the same time, though, they've kind of expanded upon that. Essentially, yeah. I'm gonna go as much as I hate him. I think he's surpassed country music. I'm gonna go Kenny Chesney. Damn it, that was my next pick. He has he has far surpassed the country music he is a part of, and he is now his own thing. Yes, I I can that. You're up, sir. Uh, well, since you went Kenny Chesney route, I'm gonna say just because she started as country and kind of succeeded that Taylor Swift. That is that is a that is your best pick. I think. Mm-hmm. That is a great pick. Yeah, Taylor Swift at three. She is like she started as country and then she just kind of like just went above and beyond that. So I am gonna go with Justin Timberlake. That's a good pick too. Because he started a little poppy, he does a little jazz, he does a little swirl. What's your next pick? Greg? What was that? That was Justin Timberlake. That was Justin Timberlake. What would that that? that oh, yeah. Greg, what's your next pick? Yeah, you, you gotta chill out. I'm going to go this just because, first off, she started out as a uh, Christian gospel singer and then just went a completely different direction, Katy Perry. I already had it written down. Thank you. Katy Perry. Yep. It's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go Dave Matthews Band. Oh, that's good. That's really, really good, actually. And your last pick, Greg. Uh, just because they are one of my favorite bands, Weezer. 
Yep, cool with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Weezer, they kind of invented the soft rock genre a little bit. Hey, guys, thank you so much for viewing. We're going to do this every single Thursday from 6 to 7. That way we are only an hour podcast and we get a production meeting. So and guys, we don't get too drunk to go for this. Well, we either. can always do that. But yeah, hey, guys, true, thank you true. so much for viewing, for listening. Um, this is Two Beers Deep. This will drop, obviously, tomorrow morning, which is Friday, but we do it on Twitch now. Um, twitch.tv backslash dquiten. So thank you so much for listening, viewing, everything it is, guys. We really appreciate you. Uh, we are out. Peace out. Oh,